Speaking of quarterbacks that you're going to have to see, we all know the Jaguars, they're going to have to see some great quarterbacks in the AMC. Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, I mean, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. But before they get there, they got to see a guy by the name of Joshua Dobbs. Okay, so let's <laughs> talk about it right now. Will the Titans overcome the six straight losses to make the playoffs? And I'm whoever want to answer it. Actually, I do. I want to tag myself in here. Um, I'm going to say no. They're not going to overcome it. Even though I do believe in Mike Vrabel. You know, he's another guy that's able. Mike Vrabel, right? He's one of the best coaches in the league. I think he's probably top five. I think he's underrated in some regards because he always has his team ready to play. You know, you know, no matter what the situation is. I understand quarterback hasn't always showed up in big games, but I like the way how he coaches them. Physical, being physical, the physicality that he coaches them to bring to every single game. So if they win this game, by no means am I coming on the show the following day shocked. You know what I'm saying? I'm not oh, on a Monday because this game is on Saturday. They got cheated. But I think for me, Zach, you made a point. Kind of got a little bone, just a little minor bone to pick with you a little bit because you kind of like got me to agree with you at the time without me thinking it through. You had a take for 99 cent. You said that Brian Dable is coach of the year. And it's not even close. And I kind of was like, you know, I'm feeling Zach's argument. Now, I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying he is. I think for me, it's Doug Peterson, Brian Dable, and everybody else. You know, what Doug Peterson is doing to this team, remember, back-to-back number one overall picks. Remember, 2-14 and 14 last year. Remember, Urban Meyer, you know, in the mess he left behind. To be able to come back and lead this team and potentially, this is the key here, win the division. Like, think about the Giants, and I'm not taking away nothing from Brian Dable. Like I said, I could give it to him, too. But, you know, they're the number three team in their division. Right? You got two teams ahead of them. But to win your division and you're the Jaguars, Doug Peterson got to get some love. He won a Super Bowl. So, clearly, he's an established coach, and he know what to do with quarterbacks. Right? Nick Foles won it with him in the Super Bowl. So, I think what he's doing over there and how he's resurrected Trevor Lawrence, a much younger quarterback. I understand Daniel Jones has his issues, or had his issue. I actually think he's playing really well. He's been in the league. He's a veteran. But to take this guy confidence and make it into the guy that we want him to be, and now we start to see, Doug Peterson got to get some praise. And I'm, I'm, I'm really flabbergasted by all this Coach of the Year talk, and I'm hearing nobody mentioning this cat name. Yeah, and, and, and I, I think, think you're going to make the playoffs too because of him. Yeah. I think so too, and I think you're, you'll see more mention, especially last year or next year. Sorry, I think they're even going to take a, a bigger step into next year as well with how they're doing. But Doug Peterson is now looking at it, and you got to look at him and go, "This, this is an offensive guru." I mean, he came into Philly and had Carson Wentz playing like an MVP. We all see what Carson Wentz has done with guys like Frank Wright, who is another guy who's known for quarterbacks, known for developing quarterbacks. We've all seen what uh, Carson Wentz has done with Ron Rivera, who produced, I know it was Cam Newton, but produced an MVP at quarterback as well. Uh, Doug Peterson has been phenomenal at the Jags, and I made a TikTok, and I actually have it in my draft. So I was going to duet it and just post it and show everyone that I made it. When they signed Doug Peterson, it was the day they signed him. And I said on there, I said, that just saved Trevor Lawrence's career. And he's going to bring in weapons. He's going to bring in the guys that fit Trevor Lawrence in this offense the best. And sure enough, Evan Ingram is playing Zach Ertz. He's got two wide receivers now going into next year. Trevor Lawrence could be a sneaky MVP candidate next year because they're going to have Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk, who has turned out to be a massive payoff for all of the, the trash that we talked about him. So Doug Peterson does deserve a lot more credit. I do think it's I, I do think it's going to be Brian Dayball, though. Just because it was his first year and the team was and still is 
and has no business doing what they've done this year. Yeah. It's close. Yo, Zach, I do have a question, though. Zach, I do want to – I'm going to lob you a question right now because you actually – I believe you picked Doug Peterson to win coach of the year. So I'm surprised kind of like, you know, you didn't kind of like went with that because that was your pick and it can make you look good. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I actually – I'm pretty sure I picked Mahomes to win uh, MVP too before the season started. Yeah, you did. Won a row. Won a row. And uh, ironically enough, I don't even think that should be the case either. But it's interesting, right? Like, I think the Jaguars are such an interesting team in the sense that they are really talented. Like, they did do a good job. They had the most cap space in the league this past offseason, and they brought in some really good free agents. It spent a lot on it, but it's paying off. And it's interesting, like, how quickly things change because the Jaguars have now – they've won four games in a row. And the, the last time they lost, like, they got smoked by Detroit. The Lions ate their lunch. And since then, they've won four in a row, including going into Tennessee and winning. And it's funny because the Jaguars – Mike, I'm so sorry to bring this up, but they've had some performances like this earlier. You know, week three, they went into L.A. and beat up your Chargers. I, I know you don't want to think about that game, but a lot of people started crowning the Jaguars then – and they lost to the Eagles. They lost to the Texans. They lose to the Colts. They lose to the Giants. They lose to the Broncos. Like, they go on a five-game losing streak, and here they are. So my only worry about this game, right, there is no real reason why the Jaguars should lose this game on paper, right? They have the better quarterback. They're at home. I think it's going to be a sneaky good atmosphere. You know, the Jaguars fans, they're, it's going to be basically a home playoff game. Like, they're hyped for this game. They should be. But – even though the Jaguars should win and all signs are pointing towards them, I just look at Mike Vrabel's team and they've lost six games in a row. I can never expect Mike Vrabel's team to lose seven games in a row. And I know Josh Dobbs is that quarterback, which isn't ideal. But one thing I know for sure is that he's better than Malik Willis right now. The fact that the Titans had to bench their second round pick at quarterback for a guy that they just brought in off the street. Like that's not a great sign for his yeah. development going forward, but when you look at Mike Vrabel, he's actually been in this situation before. If I remember correctly, like a few years ago, the last game of the regular season was for the AFC South. Andrew Luck still playing for the Colts. And I believe the Titans had to start Blaine Gabbert in that game. And they were pretty competitive. Like the Titans had no business even being competitive in that game. And they made it close. It was the same exact situation. Primetime game for the division. And Mike Vrabel is just at his best. Like Mike Tomlin, like Bill Belichick. When his back is against the wall. So... I think the Jaguars should win. I'll predict them to win, but the, it's a six-point line right now. I think the Titans cover. I think it's going to be a close game that is going to be up for grabs late because the Jaguars and a team like this that's super young. And by the way, also, I'll give the Jaguars credit, too, for uh, their business-like approach last week uh, in Houston. They had no reason to, to play their starters and go all out, but with a team that young that's that hot, you don't want to ruin their flow and how hot they've been playing. So, all signs should point to the Jaguars in this game. They should win. I think they will win. But I think Vrabel and the Titans are going to make it much more competitive than a lot of people are expecting. And I do give them a legit shot to win. I do. What do you guys think uh, of the decision? I know it's Malik Willis and you guys, you know, they just drafted him and stuff. They didn't draft him with their first round pick or anything like that. Uh, but when Ryan Tannehill started to deal with these injuries and, and specifically the ankle injury, which is now coming out that Ryan Tannehill was told already that he needed surgery on this ankle that he was trying to play through it. And he fell out of multiple games. When you game plan all week to have Ryan Tannehill, and all of a sudden Malik Willis comes in the game, that is a completely different quarterback that can't do anything that Ryan Tannehill does, and Ryan Tannehill can't do anything that he does. They're completely opposites. Um, and they try run read option with Derrick Henry and all that stuff, but it's all just way too obvious. 
Should have they just went to Josh Dobbs like six weeks ago when this injury first happened? That might have saved their season, honestly, because all they had to do was win one or two games, and they would have saved the season. Yeah, the problem was he wasn't in the building, and they sh- that that was their issue. They shouldn't have. They needed a veteran quarterback like Will. Should, should, yeah, Will should not have been the second string guy. And you know, you you uh, remember that Kansas City game, that Sunday night game? Like the Titans were in that game. Yeah. The Chiefs did not play great, and if the Titans just have solid quarterback play, that's a game they probably win. So I think that was the mistake. Yeah, just having Willis as a rookie, especially like backing up like I, I I never understood why he was getting hyped up as a first round pick last year to begin with it almost felt like the media tried to convince everyone that he was going in the first round when he never really had a shot and that made sense to me because when I watched him in college compared to Kenny Pickett like right now it wasn't even close who the better player was I mean I think for me the mistake goes further than that you know way back was Ryan Tannehill Threw them three interceptions, and of course, you're a playoff game. You should have just got out of that and tried to get a veteran quarterback or a quarterback that you feel could um take you there, you know, take you to the next step. Because it's like when you have a performance like that, chances are you're never coming back from that. You have to be a different species mentally to come back from a performance like that. So it wasn't going to get any better. So even though I'm shocked by the way how the Titans are looking right now, losing six straight games, when I reflect back to that playoff game when they were the number one seed, they could have won the Super Bowl that year. Remember, the Rams that won the Super Bowl, they beat their ass in the regular season on prime time without Derrick Henry. So the fact that they fumbled that, I'm saying to myself now, it kind of makes sense. And even though I couldn't predict the tumultuous season that they would have had, when I reflect back to that moment, I'm like, I'm not really that surprised. Yeah. And and they lost their wide receiver once since then. So. Yeah. And then AJ Brown ain't make it all better either. Bad news, bad news. Yeah, I think it's bad news for them now. Yeah, and that's why I think the Jaguars also. What you're saying, Zach, I meant to say this during my take. I think the Jaguars take the next step next year because I think their inconsistency problems are just simply experience. And as they get more experience with a a great head coach who's going to keep preaching the same thing over and over again and keep sending you out there with the same philosophies over and over again, they're going to get more and more consistent. And especially Trevor Lawrence is going to get more and more consistent. And I think next year. The Jaguars have a chance if they have another offseason like they did last year, which was a phenomenal offseason for year one with your coach. They could be scary. They could be a really good football team because they're good, man. They are really good. And they're going to bring in more firepower to that defense in the draft, 100%. And remember, for most quarterbacks like Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, when you get that top receiver in that third year, that's when they take off. They got that guy already. He's not playing, but they got him. And that's Calvin Ridley. And he really, people forget, he really is that caliber of receiver. Oh, he, he is. His play style is similar to Christian Kurtz, who we just saw Trevor Lawrence go off with already. I'm scared, man. We got to play him in the first round. So hopefully it goes well for us this time. Yeah, I was actually going <laughs> to ask you, like, what is your concern level if the Chargers had to go into Jacksonville for a week one uh, wild card playoff game and uh, compared to Tennessee? Like, what's, is, is the yeah. big, as is the gap as big as I would expect it to be? Yeah, I would much rather play Tennessee. I would much rather play Tennessee. We just played our worst game of the year, in my opinion, a couple of weeks ago and still beat Tennessee. Uh, and, and, of course, Tennessee's hobbled. But in the last time the Chargers played the Jaguars, they were very hobbled. No Bosa, no Allen. no uh, Mike, Mike Williams did play in that game. Herbert had just broke his ribs like five days earlier. So it's a completely different team now for us. And we've got everyone healthy. It'll be a great game, I think. But I, I would much rather play the Titans right now by a wide margin. And both of those teams, you can argue, are different teams. 
The Jaguars yeah. been on a little slot after that game when they look good. Everybody like, oh, they're gonna be here, and they yeah. went through them duds, and now they playing their best football, and now the Chargers are as well. So I think yeah, that'd be yeah. a very compelling matchup for sure. That's probably what's gonna happen. We're gonna get that, I think. I'll say this: if if it's it's gonna be if we get Brandon Staley against Doug Peterson or Brandon Staley against Mike Vrabel, like I know who has the coaching advantage. Thank God we got our own six foot six guy with golden blonde, beautiful hair flowing in the wind. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>